0: Good morning. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Friday, December 11th, and these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. Federal inmate Brandon Bernard was executed on Thursday night, despite a last-ditch effort by advocates, celebrities, the prosecutor who jailed him, and at least one Trump world luminary to convince the president to spare his life. Bernard spoke his last words to the families of his victims, saying, quote, I'm sorry. That's the only words that I can say that completely capture how I feel now and how I felt that day. In a statement released after Bernard's death, both victims' families thanked President Trump, Attorney General William Barr, and the Department of Justice for pushing ahead with the death sentence. The execution of the 40 year old by lethal injection was the ninth federal execution under Trump's watch, but it was notable in part because of how it pitted him against a group of allies. He had nurtured during his time in office. The fact that Trump was not persuaded by the pleas of people close to him shows the firmness of the president's determination to execute a number of federal inmates before he leaves the White House in January. A top advisory board whose lead the FDA traditionally follows backed the Pfizer-BioNTech coronavirus vaccine on Thursday. This signaled that the agency's emergency use authorization could come within days. The panel reviewed the findings of FDA scientists, who earlier this week gave the vaccine candidate their own thumbs up. The group that met Thursday voted resoundingly to back emergency use authorization. While not the same as full FDA approval, the emergency use authorization would allow the vaccine to roll out across the country as soon as this weekend or next week. The vaccine has been found to be about 95% effective and to have minimal side effects. The CDC has suggested states prioritize frontline workers and nursing home residents, though states would have some discretion in who gets the vaccine first. After much anticipation, Time magazine announced the 2020 Person of the Year late Thursday night, and it turned out to be President-elect Biden and President-elect Harris. During Thursday morning's broadcast of NBC's Today show, the publication unveiled a short list of candidates for the honor, which came down to four finalists. Biden, frontline healthcare workers and top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the movement for racial justice and President Trump. Meanwhile, the current president still refuses to concede to Biden, baselessly claiming the election was stolen from him. Blah, 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 blah. Attorney General Bill Barr reportedly knew about the federal tax investigation into Hunter Biden since early this year. But, according to The Wall Street Journal, Barr wanted to keep that information under wraps in order to avoid being seen as affecting the presidential election. Hunter Biden, the son of President-elect Joe Biden, revealed this week that he's under investigation for tax affairs. President Trump and his allies have been pressuring Barr to look into Hunter's affairs for months using him as a proxy to attack his father. The Wall Street Journal source says the investigation of Hunter began back in 2018. In a statement released on Wednesday, Joe Biden said he was, quote, proud of his son who has fought through difficult challenges, only to emerge stronger. In a plan called, quote, Operation Get Ghislaine Out, Ghislaine Maxwell, her supposed husband, and her siblings— to dish tens of millions of dollars in bail money to have her released from jail. Maxwell has been awaiting trial on sex crimes charges involving Jeffrey Epstein. The Telegraph reports that Maxwell's alleged husband, Scott Borgerson, the former CEO of tech company Cargo Metrics, will propose to a federal judge that he pay a $25 million bond that will be forfeited if Maxwell flees her trial, and her siblings will pay a further $5 million. Under the terms of the potential bail deal, Maxwell would leave Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn, submit to house arrest, and being electronically monitored, and relinquish her British and American passports. She holds a French passport, and French authorities have brought a case against her there as well. Maxwell's family hopes to free the alleged madam before the holidays. That's all for this morning. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know.